Hello everyone and welcome to Funky Face and Power from Port. Two brothers <laughs> and a Port Adelaide ring in talking footy. <laughs> it sounded better every week, Face, isn't it? Hello, Funk. Last Hello. week, Funky and Face. This week, Funky Face and Toey. Toey. That's the name Toey we're going with tonight is Toey, so <laughs> we'll get him to explain that very, very soon. But um, Funky, great to be here tonight. And uh, yes, great, great uh, agenda items tonight. Look forward to having a chat. Well, great to have a co-host, Power from Poor, Anthony Aliciani, affectionately known as, known as Toey. <laughs> Welcome to the... Um, Funky's lounge room. Thank you, boys. It's great to be here. Lovely, uh, lovely lounge room I've been sitting in. So it's going to be good fun tonight. Had a bit of uh, pre-entertainment podcast with the Bachelor. You, you've got your uh, power ha- hat already. Well, on we that wanted to make the way. man feel welcome. And um, <laughs> you know what? I'm in too, boys. So I, I wore my Ross Wake provided uh, power <laughs> hat because I thought Face would come in dressed and with his face painted just to put you off. Like a, like a so I wanted to welcome you with my power hat. Face is rocked up with his power hat, which um, grandfather would be turning in his grave <laughs> if he saw his kids. But we thought we would make you feel very welcome. So I went out to the shop today. And just to before I unveil that, it was like um, working out, coming around this week, would you like some wine? No, thanks. Would you like to eat? Yeah, that's more like it. And I thought that there's nothing more crows and port than that just direct right exchange. There. Yeah. Forget your Chardonnay. <laughs> I want beer. Give me my beer. Suit me up with beer. So we got him sat down with the beer, but I thought it would be very appropriate. I didn't get him an apricot slice. I got you a little vanilla slice, oh, mate. I love it. So I've got Thank you, you so much. A vanilla slice, courtesy of the Crow supporters. Go it's Balfour's. It's as uh, that's as that's a team for all South Australian. And Balfour's <laughs> provide a vanilla slice. Oh, boys, I'm going to dig into that one. Yeah, right so now. you enjoy that. Just remember, you've got the microphone just under your chin, so everyone might hear that. For We're going to try that's the little crocheted <laughs> knitted rug, and uh, you just sip on your champagne flute. But, um, yeah, welcome anyway. Thanks Thank you very much. Coming in then. We've, we've talked, I reckon it was last year, when you did all your videos and do it, still doing that for port, yeah. and it's a great time to have you in because it's almost like a uh, bonding session with both of our teams just when we sp- actually we st- spoke to you at the start of the year yeah, when you yeah. were up and about and you're like yeah we're flying and uh, it's like a support group now between yeah. the t- three of us i think we're gonna have a smoking ceremony out the back <laughs> to take away all the evil spirits that just uh, have engulfed our season so far get the fire pit out probably, so, probably what we need to do funky let's find out about <coughs> about toey what's, what's where's the meaning of toey come from so anthony obviously is the proper name um and then close mates shortened it to Tony, as they would do in Italian, in Italy and stuff like that. Tony! And, Tony. No, <laughs> where's my meat and sauce? <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, one night we, uh, instead of Tony, it became Tonal. I think we were out about that night. And then... Not great with the chicks when you're saying Tonal. Tonal. No. <laughs> A lot of fungus and stuff coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we were out probably a night again or somewhere and... Tully came out. Tully. And it's stuck ever oh. since. It's been a good two, three years with it. Well, Funky Face and Tully, I reckon that's a great Funky start. Face and Tully's yeah. great. Enjoying that. It's very good. So we're going to have a bit of a season review with a Face and the Tully about their... There's so much love for their respective teams and Face is jumping off the bandwagon quicker than you can... Disillusioned my club, yeah. Funky. Disillusioned. Yeah. yeah, he's lost a lot of love. So... We're going to grill these two passionate supporters, Crows and Port, about what went wrong with season 2019. Um, Face is going to go through our followers 
um, our brothers and sisters might remember that we gave a top eight prediction and we said, lock it in. This was the end of round yeah. five. So no we're going to... watching any more football. That's right. We're going <laughs> to test it to see how well we've done. Now the minor round's done. Uh, I've got a few would you rather for these two boys and then we've got faces, fresh finds. Face. So followers. There's one young man who has been, and he's not so young, but he's been all over Twitter this week. Oh, well... Baz. It is our other brother who's not here, Baz. Um, he, well, as you know, he's in Bali this week. Uh, so second week of, of his uh, two-week holiday. He's had a full day at Lombagdon Island, whitewater rafting, water parks, private swimming pools, and their own Bali hut. He's only one week down, and he's sending us messages and videos all the time. He sent a great tweet um, during the week. Uh, very, very good from Baz, really. Because he normally to, he's, he's pretty woeful. Oh, he, he tweets himself. He doesn't <laughs> yeah, know how it really that's works. Right. But this was to Frank Pangello. <laughs> so Frank, jumping on the Eddie Betts bandwagon, said, can't believe that Adelaide Football Club have axed Eddie Betts. It's one of the club's all-time greats. What is wrong with them? He tagged in SA Parliament. Typical. Thank you. <laughs> and then Baz wrote back to him, no offence, Frank, but I'm going to back the professionals over a guy who puts cameras in the face of dodgy car salesmen or explain to us how a pasty with sauce can feed a family of five any day, my friend. A Frank, no footballer. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we had a couple of our uh, brothers and sisters. Got some good reaction, that one. Follow up, uh, Dave Lloyd, who's, um, his handle is at Alvin Power. So ah, he's good man, Dave Lloyd. Says, uh, Lord, Lordy. Forgot to mention Frank um, having one of Adelaide's finest establishments withdrawing advertising because it wasn't to his liking. Uh, so that's talking about a certain establishment on North Terrace uh, near Bank Street. What well, uh, wasn't the one that was on fire during the week, was it? I, I think that was a different one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the old uh, yeah, crazy yeah, horse. Crazy, crazy horse, yeah. yeah. Show um, must go on. <laughs> so Baz has had a big week. One thing I've noticed him do, so um, Toei, what... Baz has been doing is sending Funky and I messages and videos during the week. He's been putting his son, 10, Charlie, mm-hmm. at the front of every ride. So they're going down big waterfall slides, Charlie's at the front. <laughs> going down white water rafting, Charlie's at the front. And the kid is terrified. <laughs> it just brought back memories of what Baz used to do to me as a younger brother. He put me at the front of everything. And I uh, so I feel sorry for Charlie, but I hope he, it's a little growth period for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that Baz has been doing, he did some karaoke. Oh, no. And quite clearly, it is the worst karaoke. I think his singing has actually got worse, Funky and Toei. So here's a little... He has no musical talent whatsoever. Nah, but nah, no tone. The lack of talent is unknown to him. <laughs> what's, he, what's he pulled out? He. This is a, um, a fan favourite up at the Bross District Footy Club, oh, yeah. where he continues to retire and then come back and make <laughs> come back. Um, horses by Daryl Brathwaite. Oh, yes. So here's a little uh, play for him. I... <laughs> 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 And that was his son, Charlie, saying this is so embarrassing. I think it ruined everyone's night there at Bali. So um, just a little... They weren't uh, really in sync. Not at all. Were they? Uh, no, they didn't, didn't obviously do any practice with it. But um, So that, that's, that's Baz's update anyway, Funky. 
Um, who else we got on Twitter and Facebook this week, Face? Well, before we do that, how's your Bachelor update going, mate? You're, you're obsessed with Bachelor. I have year. not seen The Bachelor until Hang you two idiots came in. Hey. I turned, turned the TV on. This is excluding you. Sorry, Toey. Um, but I turned the TV on looking for the front bar and The Bachelor was on. And yeah. I did give a brief update from what I saw. It was a fair update. Really. Yeah, it was a good update. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to have a crack at you to start off before I get into our followers. The cricket last week, we were home and hose in the ashes. Oh, no. Before Stokes played the innings of mm. his life, of a lifetime. Did you curse us, Funky? Not did sure, you face. pre send a tweet to your pommy friends yes, over in England of them hand, head, hands in their head, head, head in their hands um, prior to that? that I did actually. Call. I woke up one morning because I. You know, you wake up and, and I put it on YouTube to find out what actually happened and see the highlights. And Joe Root's head was buried in the ground. So I took a photo of my TV. Johnny Bairstow as well. <laughs> sent it to my pommy mates saying, you know, we're one day away. The next morning, they sent me the photo of Stokes with his bat in the air. So I woke up to that. I went to bed at 12.30 on a Sunday night or Monday morning. And nine down. Still not confident though. And it was, it was, it was the innings of a... Of a life lifetime. Unfortunately, it was one of those nights where the kids, my kids, did not sleep. So every time I got up, I was checking the score. It's like seventy to go. I'm like, come on, mm. seventeen to go. I'm like, this is getting too close. One to go, and I, and I did not look at it for the rest of the night. So, but um, the Ashes have been. Fa- are you into the cricket? I love it. I um, I probably part with you. I mm. probably jinxed. Oh no! I jinxed the ashes. Mm. I um, we I was with a few uh, footy mates and stuff on the weekend, um, and I was singing "Coming Home." <laughs> it's coming home. It's coming, yeah. it's coming home, and I was like, "Uh oh!" And that was me Sunday night. I was like, well. yeah. I've just jinxed the ashes. But ha- the rivalry. Oh, it's fantastic! So if you actually take away the winning and losing side, so we're one all after three games. So actually, it's, that's a fair result for where it is at the moment yeah. the individual brilliance has been amazing Steve Smith in the first um, test Jofra Archer and then Ben Stokes so it's been individuals and, and then the Shane to come in and play the way he's that, that was brilliant I, yeah. I did send a tweet that I love the fact that what's his name again uh, Manus Manus Lovishane he <laughs> uh, Steve Smith's replacement <laughs> made more runs than England's home <laughs> team so he was, was still going so I, I, I thought that was brilliant um but it's set up for two more cracking games. So it's kept the series alive. The, the Ashes yeah. rivalry is so much better. It's almost like the showdown rivalry. We've been watching a bit of showdown in the background just to it's been good. taunt out Toei here. <laughs> um, but uh, it is a great rivalry. Yeah. Let's get on uh, Twitter and Facebook followers. So 120 Twitter followers, uh, a little bit insignificant compared to you, uh, Toei. Can you send us a few? <laughs> well, uh, after this one we'll but we want to welcome our new brothers and sisters to Funky Bear's Face um, new followers again this week uh, to our Twitter page which is at Funky Bear's Face so Mark Saunders Dickie Green he's been highlighting some great quotes and articles and podcasts um, about the past week about the ineptness in ineptness ineptness thank you oh, I sound like that I'm yeah I know I'm taking over yeah. his uh, position um, of the Adelaide Footy Club this week so uh, give Dickie Green a follow um Greg, he didn't have a last name, Greg, so he's a Richmond supporter. They just continue to troll us, don't they? And a oh. uh, Nick Curios supporter, so what a great combination. Um, Brendan Clark, a PAFC supporter, so welcome to Brendan. Hey, Brendan. And a late entry tonight, 
As soon as we talked about that... How come you know all these Port supporters? Like, you know the <laughs> I know the family. Well, there's only They're about close. 27 mm. of them that go to the games, mate. So, 27,000. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and a late injury tonight, as soon as we said that uh, Toei's coming on our podcast tonight, Craig Matthews uh, joined up tonight. So, uh, welcome... Oh, good. Um, I'll, make, I'll make Craig. Welcome, too. Craig. <laughs> he loved. He said... Uh, this man has intimate <laughs> knowledge of every Port Adelaide supporter. It's fantastic. His his uh, Keep Twitter, like Twitter, KT, Twitter KT. summary is <laughs> make summary make make summary make Port Adelaide great again with the hashtag hashtag Sackken. <laughs> he is a very adamant Sackken bloke. Yes, but so he, uh, he, yeah. mate, you're very welcome on this podcast anytime. <laughs> um, but we haven't just had Twitter followers. We had some Facebook stuff. So um, one of our favourites, Funky, our original favourite, David Ems replied to MZ, the post about John Archer and yep. the eligibility rules that you brought up. Great, yeah, well, well, great Funky's flat last week. I did get some good feedback from that, which is he, good. What he did Emsy say, the great Emsy, man? Emsy said, Mark or Funky, nothing that they haven't done before and they'll continue to do it too. So um, great history. There. You know why Emsy has bought in is because he wants to be eligible for the Funky Bears and Face Team of the Year. <laughs> oh. And so he made the grade last year, centre half back, and he's been very quiet all year. So he is just coming in. So next week is we're going to make the call for the Funky Bears and Face Team of the Year. Yep. We'll Ooh. see who our back-to-back, because it was the inaugural team last year. Yeah. Toey is a massive chance of being in that team. Well, let's not give any, you know, give it away, but we did he name. was in last year and he's here this year, so fair Hello. chance. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. It would be great honour, wouldn't it? <laughs> Captain? Yeah. Uh, Ross Wade might have you there just quietly. Damn it. Um, I might have to word with him. He, he gave we, us gifts. We had uh, <laughs> avid power supporter, Matty Laurie, got stuck into me during the week, sent me through some gossip about Tex Walker being on the trade table, saying he's... They're not going to trade. Reference to a potato, a Spartan, all the rest, of course. They're not going to trade the gives. Surely not. Um, the people's dog, Funky. So, Tully, you, you, you might know about this. You say you give us a listen, which is great. We, I do. We follow a dog called Hot Chevy. Oh, the Hot and Chevy. And last week you asked for it, Funky. You said, you know what? Losing in that final... In I want an external review on want, the people's favourite. Well, an external review has been performed on the people's dog and Hot Chevy. It's having a rest. It's been discovered she had a foot injury or there we go. a more particular an injured toe. So um, hopefully no Daniel Chick type remedy is needed for the people's dog. And she'll be back to her best in no time. Um, but I think we've seen the last of her in 2019. Tully. Oh. So, um, I thought you were about to say, I think we've seen the last of her. <laughs> <laughs> like, has has uh, that external review buried the people's dog? <laughs> and the people's dog is buried in the backyard. <laughs> so uh, good luck to the owners of the people's dog. Uh, been great uh, following her this year. Well, looking forward to the People's Dog being back for next year. Yep. People's Dog is also a candidate for oh, Team of the Year. Surely on the outside somewhere. Now, <laughs> boys, I want to find out what went wrong with your respective team. So we're going. To, I want to grill you two, and I want you to tell us what the way forward is for your team, and tell us what went wrong this year. You get stuck into that. I'm going to get a slice there, Toby. So. I won't ask you first because you're hoeing into that vanilla slice very nicely. Lovely. Face. Yeah. So you're going to do the crows and obviously yeah. Toe's going to do port. If you could give me a headline for the 2019 season for the crows, what would that headline be? Highway to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because no matter what we tried to push, it was just all going downhill straight away. So highway to hell, got a great theme track too. So... 
we can play that over some of the, the crow's poor moments of the there year. There was no like play on words or anything like that. No, no, no play on We didn't want to sort of like smarten it up with some sort of crowism in there and. No, well, no. Didn't, didn't have no, the time no. <laughs> <laughs> Toey, season in a headline. Roller, roller coaster just doesn't come up. <laughs> I'm sticking with the highway now. Rollercoaster just doesn't come up. It just went down. Yeah, it just went downhill. No, Continue. As soon as it looked like it was about to rise, uh, it comes back down. Yeah. You two have thought about this. This is, this is good. Well, I'll tell you what, your season was very much like a rollercoaster, it wasn't was. it? It was like win-loss, win-loss. It was ridiculous, the inconsistency. It to- toiled with a lot of emotions. <laughs> Absolutely. It was very hard to get a gasp on how good we were. And when we showed how good we were, we played how bad we so, can. Yeah. So for our brothers and sisters, I would like them to send in their crows or poor or their team of choice season in a headline. Yep. And we'll choose the best one and we'll probably give them nothing like we normally do, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> His face ran out of t-shirts, which we heard yeah. throughout the day, throughout the week. Yeah, the Norris boys got um, it. <laughs> Tommy, what went, what, what went well for Port this year? Uh, young Guns. So Dersma, Butters, Rosie. Uh, our strategy to go into the draft last year to pick up those three kids, specifically Rosie, um, was a masterclass of a, a decision by Kenny and the whole... Um, recruiting stuff and I think uh, it's going to pay off definitely in the next 10 to 15 years um, unfortunately the rest of the team didn't do as they as well as they did but I think that's definitely a massive tip but I'm surprised the Port supporters haven't had more patience given that I think that is like you've mentioned Masterclass so they've got you know uh, Chad Wingard Jared Polak and um, your half-fat flanker oh, Pittard uh, Pittard he played like Malcolm Blight for North Melbourne um, when he against played against you the other week. He's like, played. He riddled with the mistakes, but anyway, get it. So they're three players that could have made the difference between you making the eight this year. Yeah. So they've actually gone the long term, but it just shows that people want success right yeah. here and right now. Let's hope it pays off. I but... think. I think what the biggest thing with that is is the fact that Kenny thought, "All right, we can't continue down this road. We've got to change it up." The game plan was there, so he's had. We played consistently with the game plan, yeah. but we just either didn't execute, didn't score as enough, or yeah, inside in fifty entries were just shocking. But we took a step back, went for the youngsters, played the kids over certain players. Um, sometimes selection wasn't as good, but he played the kids, and they're going to be better off uh, long term. Get those games into them, and definitely. You know, we saw that in 2013 when we had the likes of Wines and Wingard coming through the ranks. So we might see 2020 similar to 2013, 2014. What went well for the Crows this year, Face? Well, they had a good preseason. <laughs> comparing 2018 to 2019, we were actually up front with injuries this year. So there was no high ankle sprains, which turned out to be no syndesmosis. No hamstring awareness, which was meant they ripped it off the bone. Um, <laughs> but in saying that, Cam ellis was listed as one to two weeks. He didn't play from round 12. Mm. Um, what went well was the start of the season up to round 13. We were eight and five. How we didn't make finals is remarkable. But then we also lost to Hawthorne round one. We lost to North Melbourne in a disgrace round four. We lost to the Lions one point playing for Never got going, footy. did it? Lost to the Eagles after five goals up at half Mate, time. this is the what went well. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So, we never thought about this. <laughs> this is up to round 13. Yeah, what went wrong comes next. <laughs> Would we, you like to go to what went wrong? We finished off that round 13 before the bye with great wins against Giants and Richmond. If you thought, right, we're on. We're, we've got some Well traction. commentated that Tigers game. There were three <laughs> spuds in Members. the crowd <laughs> commentating. Absolutely. Did a good job, I reckon we did. Um, what went well was that we po- finally played the Fog for his breakout game um, against West Coast, which was fantastic to see him kick five. Followed up against Collingwood the week after in a really poor game for the club, but he performed well. Um, not sure he got, I think he got a couple last week against Bulldogs. Uh, but that's what went well. That's how well the season was. I think he did well and wrong in the same. No, 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 place. I've got plenty of wrong. No, okay. <laughs> I've got plenty of wrong. Toe, what went wrong for Port this year? Uh, uh, overall, I think what went wrong was the fact that we couldn't consistently get ourselves right mentally going into a game. Um, I think the main thing was, some people say Ken Hinckley had the problem of not getting the players up every yeah. week, but a part of that is also the players. They have the, their own job is to get themselves up. Motivation yeah, I completely themselves. agree. I think yeah. the main thing with that is, you know, that's your job. Ken can only do so much before you go out onto that field and step over that line. Um, I think that's probably the main thing. If we can get the mentality right, we'll be okay. But I think certain things that went wrong as well, like selection, um, I think we picked Aiden Johnson to play in this first showdown. <laughs> On what basis? He had four disposals the week before. Uh, we played no key forward. Like We had Billy Frampton mm. coming through. He's kicking bad changed all year, didn't you? Yeah, and mm. we went with the action of going... Ryder and Lysette, and then having, uh, I think it was Howard in the end going forward. Uh, I think it was just a lot of positional things yeah. that really screwed our season up. But The up and down of the season was everyone was commentating at the end because you'd have a brilliant game and then a yeah. horrendous, backed up by a brilliant after I mean, that. Yeah, you can't pinpoint exactly, that's the most frustrating mm-hmm. thing, is you can't pinpoint exactly what's wrong. It's basically everything, one week will go right. And then the week after, everything just goes completely pear-shaped. Like, like <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so to speak. Um, and we saw that against North Melbourne, and it cost us our season. Yeah. Face, yeah. you've got a long list there. Well, I talked about what went well for the Crows for the season up to round 13. What went wrong was the season after round 13. So we went 2-7 and seven afterwards, only beat St Kilda and Gold Coast in the run home. Um, what went wrong was the chop and change of the game plan. So we seem to have... Um, a difference from the first half to the second half. Inconsistent selections all year. That was shown on social media. Everyone's like, what the hell are they doing? Um, and I know that, you know, old backyard Barry doesn't know as much as Pikey, but seriously, some of the selections they made this year are so baffling. The, the issue is, backyard Barry has got so many opportunities to talk these days. Yeah. And you can get 100 people on a Twitter feed out of a million, and those 100... Might be in the minority, but they get the coverage, don't they? Oh, they love it. The minority get it right. But, mm. but when there's, uh, I guess, 100 of those Barrys all saying the same thing, then something's not right. So people are smart. They get to watch the footy and have their voice about what should be happening. Um, there was a lot of a lot of um, good reasoning about what was happening with the, with the uh, selections. Um, fitness didn't run out second halves, which is a, um, a big... A big surprise. Um, form of the senior leaders. So Douglas has dropped twice. Gibbs has dropped four times. 
Jenkins dropped twice. Rory Atkins finally, thank cross, he was dropped. Um, Betts, Rory Laird turned into just a, a blind kick around the corner bomber from defence. He, he's such a better player than that. Um, senior leadership from the senior figures at the club, and I'm leaving Rashido out of this because he's, I think, at least authentic when he talks. But Chapman, Fagan, Pike, Burton—they're not. They they don't endear themselves to the membership or to anyone in the AFL right now. And then little use of young kids. We played no no young up and comers. So Gluchy played ten games. Jones played eight. McHenry didn't play at all. He was injured for a bit of it. Fog played three. Like that's our future. And when you see McKay, Douglas, um, and a bunch of others, Hardigan, but he can't kick it to you or me straight. That's just so frustrating to watch. What are the three things that will improve the Crows next year? Face um, change in game plan and style. Change in assistant coaches and play the kids. It's a transition year. That's they've got to go down that path. So you're saying the crows will go nowhere next year in the seat. They'll go backwards the... next year. Yep. Toey, what three things will improve port next year? Uh, key forward. A full preseason into uh, everyone that's been injured this year. So the likes of Dixon, Ebert, Wines, uh, and sacking Michael Voss. <laughs> this is a big call. I haven't heard this before. I haven't. So tell me about that. So the rule thing, and you were talking about Twitter um, and like yeah. the minority. If they're all saying the same thing, a lot of when you're running power from port and you know YouTube yeah. and stuff like that, you see all the same comments, and it gets tiring looking at it. But the theme is sack Ken, sack Voss, and I think if you look at our record since we got Michael Voss, which was. A I think it was 2015. We picked him up right after we missed out on the granny in 2014. We've made the finals once. He was midfield coach for three of those years. Been senior assistant the last two. I don't think he's cut out. And I think the scary thought as well is when there was talk that we were going to sack Ken, I firmly believed Michael Foss was going to mm. take the job. And I was like, we're not going anywhere. I felt the same if, you know, when Ross Lyon was sacked. I was people saying, oh, we should get Ross Lyon. I was like, no, <laughs> please, no please I'm don't not get... signing up next year. <laughs> it's like the same with the Crows. We could get Ross Lyon or Brad Scott. Please do not. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting because Campo obviously gets a lot of... Um... He was lauded for everything he did for the Crows in that horrendous time for them. when Phil Absolutely. Yeah, when so he stood in, he was... He, he did a brilliant job. So I think people can't go from... Like for the Crows case, getting them to a grand final from Port Adelaide, getting them to a prelim final, they can't all of a sudden uncoach in a, in a couple of years. Yeah. Face, you get a chance to steal a player from Port, who would you steal? Oh, yes, I bloody enjoyed looking at this question, Funky. <laughs> um, if I'm picking for tomorrow, or I've got a game tomorrow, I'm picking Travis Boat. He was outstanding this year. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> so apologies for that, Toei. But if I'm picking for the future, I'm picking Connor Rosie. Yes, yes, his sir. year for a first year player was phenomenal. Not only was he, he was Port's lead goal kicker this year. Yeah, 29 goals. So I go. think if you're choosing a team for today, I reckon you're choosing, like, because the today that, that, is that's fair the enough. start of 2020. Yeah. And I reckon you're choosing. Oh, first year kid. That's, yeah. all, that's the only thing that goes against him. But he's um, leading goal kicker, his skills, especially in the wet, I, you know, I didn't watch many game, Port games, but. The games that I watched, and just about every home game was wet. Yeah. His um, skills were, he was so clean, and his um, quick legs, he's bloody quick. His rise from SNFL premiers to AFL standard 
um, level this year, it was superb. So, and Toe, you said you want to still play. You want David McKay, so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> who do you want? Good night, boys. <laughs> that's, that's a like for like, isn't who it? Who do you want? Wayne Malira. I think he is going to be. And there was, there was a lot of talk about it earlier yeah. in the year when he yeah. was playing halfback. I don't know why Don Pike moved mm. him forward, but he's on his day. I reckon he'll be the best halfback in yeah. the game. And I know we've got plenty of halfbackers, but mm. I'd take Wayne Miller over Riley Bonner any day. Mm. Who would be your um, your need player that you would take from Adelaide? Uh, need player. Probably should have given you some. Um, can, can I tell you who I would take from Port? Dougal Howard. I reckon he would. He could pinch it up forward, he can take a grab, he could play down back, help Talia, because I think uh, Hardigan struggles skill execution and taking the game on. He would be someone I would pick. If I couldn't get Connor, I'll take Dougal Uh You're not going to like this. I'd take the fog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we True. need a yeah, big, bustling key forward that stays at home. Our game I'll, g- I'll give you an early would you rather. Would you rather the fog or Charlie Dixon? I'd have the fog. Yeah. If you put them side by side right now, age, difference, form, everything. Which is even fog. more remarkable that Adelaide haven't played him all this year. Mm, but they've had Jenkins, haven't they? So. Face, yeah. um, you, are, you get the deciding vote here. You can decide to for the Crows to fold or merge with your bitter rival, Port Adelaide. So Toby doesn't have a choice in this? Just you. Just you get to yes. decide, but he'll get to decide after this. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is your call? Yeah. What, what do you do? Well, I'm ringing Chappie. I'm ringing Fags. Burton's already gone because I've sacked him. Yeah. <laughs> but you've had me on record before saying, I'll fold. I'll never merge with Port. But you know what? I've grown up, Funky and Toey. I've grown up. Bloody hell. Just to demonstrate to you, because you know how, how much this hurt, I've actually come to terms and made peace with the grand final in 2017. We just weren't the best day on the, on the year, the best team on the day of the year. Um, completely stuffed it up, but like I said, I'm at peace with it, so it's okay. But I would merge and I'd create an SA superpower and we'd finish about seventh or eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, thanks, basically. I've <laughs> always said I'd merge. I It's simple. Port Adelaide Crows. How come this isn't running a theme in the Australian <laughs> This would be great, wouldn't it? Like, imagine That's if like... it's like the merge debate comes on and. Just imagine the midfield. You've got Boke, you've got Sloan. Sloan, you've got the Crouch Brothers, and you've got Ollie Wines. We can get Rosie. You've got Rosie. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We'll have... And you know what? Mets. All those jokes that you Port supporters, and trust me, I've got plenty of power mates that say I'm just a franchisee club. Now, you guys would be a franchisee club. That'd be even better. Yeah, I'd take it. We'll get um, <laughs> Graham Corns and Mark Williams to Coco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it, Foggy. That's good. Choco. Face, what do you... Dislike the most about Port Adelaide? Oh, um, what do I dislike? Their song, <laughs> their colours, and sorry, Toby, but their supporters. <laughs> and admire. Wow. Give, give me an admire just to finish that off. Their admire. Um, can I give me two? Their ability to somehow conjure up a loss in the dying minutes against West Coast in big games. I really like that. But your ability to retain interstate players. Yes. Mate, so, that, that's a backhanded admire, that is. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, it's no not. your first one. Your first yeah, one. first one. First one. It was a bit of a gag. Not funny. Your ability to retain interstate players is great compared to Adelaide. And it comes back to probably what Adelaide's poor at. Culture of the club, history of Alberton, and the con- 
clearly a cohesion they have within the playing group. They yeah. love playing for Ken, they love playing with each other. So that keeps the players I there. I think Ross White is saying in the community programs. That Absolutely, yeah, no doubt. Well. Yeah. Uh, Toei, what do you hate about the Crows? Uh, look. <laughs> Fucking best <bears> face. <laughs> no, I, look, obviously you put in supporters as a whole. But, you know, you meet, I have a majority of my friends are Crows supporters, so I'm tolerant. But I think the arrogance, <laughs> the arrogance of the football club is what really yeah. grinds my gears. Yeah, I was predicting your answer, yeah. and I thought it was going to be that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's about like everything else. Um, they're just another club. <laughs> um, I feel bad now. Arrogance for an underperforming club. Like and admire? Uh, what I admire, I admire the Crows' ability to somehow... You know, when you look at the Crows, oh, for me personally, I look at the Crows and I'm like, I'll go into every game and I'll somehow, I'll tip the Crows. I feel like there's they're always a chance. There's always, an, they've never been bottled. Yeah, right. never right. yeah, and I always right. feel like they have that yeah. ability to somehow conjure like a, a crucial win or they're going to be in the game. Like the game watch this issue, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good call, though, because yeah. despite the year. Competitive. Yeah. In yeah. every game were a chance. Yeah. Like the West Coast game. I think that was the one you lost by yeah. 10 points. I was, yeah. I went into that game thinking, somehow there's always a chance. <laughs> and I was sitting there good. nervous and yeah. I was like, I want to be in the eight. Yeah. It's actually funny you brought that up um, about the Crows because watching your predictions before Port games, almost every game is like, I'm tipping us to win by... 15 points and my top three is going to be uh, Sam Howe, Pepper, Boak <laughs> and Houston or someone like that. Yeah. So um, I think you pretty much tip the port, port every week as well. There was a couple, yeah, that I didn't and I got ridiculed for. So I thought, well, <laughs> yeah. I'll just put it out there. Yeah, well, um, uh, you got three words. F- face, fix your footy team in three words. Oh, sack, trade and draft. That's what it's got to be about this off-season. Wow. Sack, sack key, good. key people of leadership. Sack players. Trade in whoever the hell wants to come to SA and draft some young kids. Toby, three words. Well, to put it simply, win a premiership. <laughs> but the other one I was going to go with, celebrate 150 years. Because mm-hmm. next year's 150 years. Absolutely. I think Big year. you don't get that option. Ever. It comes around once, 100 years, it's every 50 years. Yeah. You've got an opportunity to celebrate it and make sure you do it right. Very good. Beautiful. Well done, boys. You've well put done, a lot of research on that. Given that I gave you the question you about, well. about 9.30 last night, yeah. clearly you two were very bored in your day job. I was doing it at work. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I apologise. Very bored in your day job. So well done, boys. You've done well. <laughs> now, Face, this is our moment of truth. Yeah, how we go, mate? With Baz, we locked in our top eight and we said, don't bother about playing any other games. This is how it's going to go. So, we said from... Eighth position, we had locked in after round five, Frio. We got that wrong. They finished uh, 13th, so we missed that out by five spots. And sacked their coach. There we go. <laughs> that that um, poorly, didn't it? Seven, Bombers. Got them pretty much spot on. They finished eighth, so we yep. got it around the mark. Number six, Toby. We said the Port Adelaide Power would be returning to the finals. Face actually didn't have them in, and then Baz and I overruled him. Yeah. So they finished 10th, so we got it wrong by about four Is spots. It's no surprise I had Adelaide in the 8, though. Uh, it's no surprise at all, to be honest. Yeah. I was expecting it. West Coast. We said West Coast will finish 5th, and that was probably a little bit of an undersell at that stage, but um, we got it spot on. 
Richmond finished fourth, um, so we've got that pretty much around the around the mark as well. well we say we've said that. We said that we said they're going to finish. Uh, we said they were going to finish fourth. We said uh, Greater Western Sydney would finish third. Wow! So, but they made the eight. We, we got yeah. them, so we got a, few, a couple wrong there, but finished sixth. Yeah. We said Geelong would finish second, and we got that top. pretty close. And we said Collingwood. Thanks for revealing that face. We said Sorry. Collingwood will finish first. <laughs> so. Out of our top four, we got three right. We locked in three of the top four. We got Collingwood, Geelong, and Richmond. So out of, out of the top four, we got three. I thought that was pretty good. Mm. Obviously, we missed out on the Lions. So Lions finished second. We had them as 12th. Wow. And we missed... Uh, Bulldogs. There we go. So Bulldogs, we had them 14th. <laughs> we had them wow. 14th after round five. And ended up finishing seventh. Now, so you know that when Adelaide played Western Bulldogs here at home, Adelaide were third, Western Bulldogs were fifteenth at that point. And I reckon it must have been after that point, after six, seven or something yeah. like that. And then the the form has clearly reversed drastically, hasn't it? So even but even Bulldogs six weeks to go, funky, they didn't look like they were gonna make it. Tell you who we got pretty much spot on. We got the Crows ninth. Uh, we had the Hawks 10th. Where do we have Gold Coast, mate? Uh, we had the Gold Coast right down the bottom. <laughs> and we had, Sid- we had Sydney 15th and we had Carlton 17th. So I reckon we did it right there. So that yeah. was after round five. Yeah. And Gold Coast had won their three games. And yeah. you still predicted mm. them last. Mm. That is brilliant. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Toby. That's great. So I think we did it right. So, boys, I've got some Would You Rather. We've got Toby yeah. to come in for Would You Rather. I cannot find, for the life of me, my Would You Rather sheets. Oh, no. Here I think are, Face has stuck it down for there my you go, buddy. agenda. Hell, but um, I think you know our Would You Rathers, don't you, Toby? Majority, yeah. Yeah. So, this is. I'm going to talk about external reviews. Would you rather tell the truth you're a staff member in a footy club during an external review and know that you'll get sacked and publicised and everyone will know that you've done wrong? Or would you rather throw your mates under the bus and come out looking squeaky clean? I'm an honest person, so I'd go, I'd, I'd go for the sack. Never trust a person that says they're honest. <laughs> Never trust a boss that says yeah. they're going under the bus, boys. Um, I think it would come out in the wash that you're dribbling bullshit. So if you say it's everyone else, but everyone else say it's you, I think there's a common denominator there. You just tell the truth, mate. That's how we were brought up. On the back page of the paper, sat face, face, (laughs) sat. Highway to hell for face. Saving (laughs) face. Um, You're going to be, you could be given $5,000 in the palm of your hand right now. Thank you, mate. Or you could go to the MCG and watch your beloved team win a grand final. What would you take? Oh, I'm going to watch Port Adelaide win the granny. Yeah, I'll see you at the G. Yeah. yeah. Bring the 5K. Go to the <laughs> afterwards. Easy, easy choice, $5,000. I just wouldn't tell the missus that I yeah. did that instead of uh, going to the G. If it was a bit more, if there was an extra zero there, then no, you'd contemplate it. 50000 so would you... I reckon I'd so almost... Toby, Toby, would they still win? Would you knock back $49,000 to watch your team... Win a premiership at the MCG. I'd probably, yeah, I'm, I'm a better. I'd do it. I'd, I'd throw the 49k on it. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? And if they don't win. So we're not talking about betting 49,000 on it. Someone would give you 49 if. or 
No. Nah. So you can either choose, so, do I get $49,000 in my hands, or do I go to the game and watch my team play? Oh, no, I'll still go. I'll still go watch Port Wapping. They'll win. What, what's your dollar amount, Face? Now, Funky, I was 17, 18 when the Crows won the flags. Yes. It seems like a lifetime ago now, but um, they are memories you'll never forget. And I reckon I could have... If I worked a little bit harder, I could have earned that 50 grand up in that 20 years that we've still been waiting, now 21 years. So I'll take the grand final. There we go. Um, can't even read my writing here. Oh, I'm going to the granny this year. Oh, that's you won the you tickets, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I was going to say, right. we were going to spoke earlier in the year. That's right. Who do you reckon you'll see? I reckon it's going to be Brisbane, Richmond. I think West Coast can't do it outside of the uh, uh, four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think Geelong will... Gee, I hope Geelong. I, I think they'll lose to Collingwood first week. Mm. It'll be tight. Would you rather f- next year? Would you rather finish where you finished this year, or make the finals, but lose every final game by ten goals plus? Oh, nah. What's the point? Tenth. Where Adelaide? Sack Ken. <laughs> so not, Greg, finish, Greg. not finishing is better than getting smashed. Yeah. Yeah. What? What's the point of doing that? Would you rather Travis Boak or who in the All-Australian team? So who would you rather Travis Boak be in than... Who would I rather Travis Boak be in? Who should he replace? replace oh, Jack McCrae. I think he had a better year than McCrae. Daniel Talia, who should he replace in the All-Australian? Oh, he probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's my would you rather, boys. Well done, fuck you. No, I like I've actually got a trade one for you. So a lot of talk about Port and Crows players going back home. Sam Gray or Eddie Betts to Carlton? So what's your would you rather? Would you prefer Sam Gray or Eddie Betts at Carlton? If I was Carlton, yeah. Sam Gray. Yeah. Eddie. Eddie brings so much more in terms of the other the other side of, of football, doesn't he? Which is well, see, I get Eddie Betts for Gold Coast. Yeah. If Gold Coast can get Eddie Betts and Peter Burgoyne, I completely agree. Sean Burgoyne, yeah, Peter's brother. We love Peter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a great outcome. Yeah. Uh, Gold Coast don't want Sam Gray, but I think Carlton would prefer Sam Gray. So depending on the club situation, so yeah. if Gold Coast can get those two, that would be great. Um, Paddy Ryder or Josh Jenkins? If you were, say, Essendon, St Kilda. Which is probably likelihood that both of them are going to go to one of those. Say Josh Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, I, I rate Josh Jenkins. I'd go Josh. Yeah, I think Carlisle's leaving St Kilda, isn't he? Potentially, maybe. So I'd go. Yeah, Jenkins. I, I, I think he's still got a lot to offer, Jenkins. He needs uh, it in the goals. Kicked about seventy goals about two years ago. As the chairman, would you prefer David Kosh or Rob Chapman? Koshy, Koshy. Yep. Got to have the big guys. Three-way mm. result there. Funky. Mm. Faces fresh finds. Well, I, I think I talked for about two and a half hours last week on fresh finds, so I'll keep it quick this week. Did you hear about, now this is going to rip you to the bone, Funky. So, Toei, Funky was a, a fitness coordinator back in his day. Lovely. Um, <laughs> SNFL. Well, I think you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> By my skin folds and do you not have any skin folds? Do you want to come to the gym? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sydney FC. So in the A-League, Sydney FC advertised the job position on the weekend. For a voluntary strength and conditioning assistant. Ooh. They were slammed from supporters and fans who um, said advertising a job with university degree level requirements as a voluntary role. One of the richest clubs in the comp, 
They have revenue up upwards of twenty grand, a uh, twenty million dollars. Sorry, um, their essential requirement for a voluntary role was a human movement exercise sports science degree. Now, Funky, you know how much mm. that takes to do that. Yeah. They said nine months, seven hour days, three to four times a week for nine months, um, and it was stated the remuneration was invaluable experience. Um, the job advert was later pulled by the club, and and uh, Sydney FC responded on social media saying it was incorrectly worded and badly phrased by mm. someone that shouldn't have done it. So I want to go back to your Central Districts time because you were obviously there under, um, uh, who was the coach? You were, Peter Jones. Thank you. Yeah. I, I had him in my mind, I couldn't think of his name. And then obviously after one year you left to go to Eagles because they offered you a better role and obviously some Delaros <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to what the Ponderosa could provide yes. you. So how hard was that? And maybe can you go into what happened this week at yeah, Elizabeth Oval? Yeah, it was very good, actually. I went to Central's... I haven't been back to Central's for uh, about... Uh, has it been 20 years? It has been 20 years. Almost at time. How'd you go with directions going to uh, Elizabeth Oval? Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> I went there. I, I know it very, very well. I, yeah. I know the um, perimeter of the ground by metres. It's 520 metres around, so I measured it pretty much every pre-season and I know that it is and I know the dimensions of all the grounds around it but I absolutely loved it I took Brizey I took our dad dad. and at the because it was Roy Laird's last game and he's coached uh, seven premierships in about 17 years so he's a legend of the game and I just learned so much from him his standards and his expectations for the players to work hard and after the game, we're just going to walk out and Dad said, you've got to go in the change rooms. You've got to go and see him. And I, they were locked, knocked on the door. And I thought, nah, I can't go in there. And he goes, this guy will let you in. So one of the players was out. Yeah. So I went in and I had an absolute ball. I spoke to so many players. I love seeing you. And I haven't, so I left there at the end of 2000. So I haven't been there for like yeah, 18 years, years yeah. 19 years. It was like I left yesterday. And that's what I love so much about that club. When I was actually leaving to go to the Eagles, the way they treated me was absolutely brilliant as well. So uh, Roy Led spoke to every player um, and spoke to the whole crowd. A lot of them were in tears as well. Oh, obviously. The first thing that he said was, boys, you have to work harder. And if I could bring something that Roy taught all the players, it was hard work. He, like, he was savage in his <laughs> expectations how hard people can work and just those standards you can see all the standards from 20 years ago they're still there so he's relentless in players that are wanting to achieve the best mm. uh spoke to daniel healy who will also be on funky Baz and face soon which will be really good really great uh, spoke to chris and james gowns spoke to nathan stein borner uh neil mcgoran chris pyman awesome. john abbott uh spoke to roy the great man chris grant so it was an excellent bump in and see them and it was like I never left and I was sort of at that stage I wish I had never left as well so it's a brilliant place that's amazing Um, if only they just cashed up a few dollars for you mate (laughs) would have stayed that was a great opportunity you obviously had to go to Woodville West Torrens um, for as long as you did there as well so and I I think one of the things I've spoken to a lot of people about this is the standards I learned there and what I've seen everyone else learn. They've taken it, regardless of the premierships that they've won. Yeah. They've picked that up into their life, in their career, and their home life, and they've taken that there. So there's a lot of really, really successful people. That's awesome. In their career and home, and what 
they've actually bought out of themselves. So obviously Clarkson's gone in there, taken a lot of the people out there. He's mm. got those standards as well. Yeah, It's just great to see successful people who work super, super hard to be successful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that's okay. Enjoyed Probably a bit too long. That's <laughs> great. I loved it. It's great as um, uh, This Is Your Life by Funky. <laughs> um, so good news, uh, Funky and Toei. Um, Brendan Bolton. So we love Brendan Bolton coaching this year because he was driving Carlton down to a deep ditch and yep. operation pick one for us crowies. <laughs> um, but he has returned to Hawthorne as the director of coaching. Very so good. He's teaming back up with Clarkson. His um, comment was, my love of football is as strong as ever, and the chance to work with the Hawks coaching group is something that really excites me. So one of our, um, our Funky Best Face interviewees, uh, Scotty Burns, will be working under uh, Brendan Bolton and uh, Clarkson next year. That, I think that's... Great. He's, great to get him back into the industry he's too. He's super positive, and you yeah. know, regardless of the results, he would have worked tirelessly oh, to get that club to where it wanted to go and it didn't happen it, isn't it fascinating fascinating which is a funky word yeah. fascinating the turnaround Carlton um, just the change from Bolton the team so it, it's like, almost like a release isn't it really um, we're a big fan of Touch of the Fumbles here on Funky Bear's Face oh, and uh, Tom Richardson put out a mad Monday piece for both both clubs essentially and it was a great monologue right at the end. It was, it was a couple of paragraphs. So I just want to highlight a couple of areas. So he said, what is this madness that prompts us to give over so much of our waking life to the whimsical fortunes of a team of complete strangers? Obviously talking about how do we take so much time and effort and energy into looking at these idiots out in the field that can't kick a ball between the big sticks. There is no coherent rationale for it. Um, its appeal is arbitrary, parochial, tribal, and deep down we know that our world doesn't turn on the weekly football results, and yet it retains the most singular, singular ability to fill us with pride, euphoria, and raw, genuine joy. Just not this year, and probably not the next. But someday again, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, after day two of the Ashes, I thought, how good is this for South Australian football fans to love the Ashes? <laughs> and day three, it's like, ah, shit. It's yeah. been cricket season since yeah. round 17. Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's me for uh, uh, Fresh Finds, Funky. Face, Toey, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Nah, boys, today. it's been awesome it's brilliant tonight. having you in, mate. I loved it. Loved I hope it. you made your I loved the living room too. <laughs> Comfortable, right? Yeah, now. very good. Well, you just settle in. I'm sure. Tuck into the rest of this vanilla sauce. I've got halfway to go. Yeah, so, great. Uh, I hope you made you feel comfortable with our Port Adelaide paraphernalia. We'll catch up on the Bachelor. What happened, mate? So make sure that you're up to date. Thanks, boys. No worries. Thanks, Thanks guys. See you, mate. Appreciate it.